Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with the use. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button because we just got a huge three points against Valencia. Huge. Yeah. Especially with Real Madrid taking three points yesterday. Sure. Atletico Madrid also taking three points. We had a midweek game against Napoli, so I was a little bit worried about us coming in tired. Ferran Torres not being very happy because of his rough game midweek. Uh, you know, Araujo coming back from injury. Were we going to start a Mingueza and Eric <laughs> Garcia back line, which had me quite worried, to be honest. But let's get into that lineup, right? And as you guys see before the game, we always post it on Twitter, at Barca Breakdown, Instagram, at Barca Breakdown. Please give us a follow. So let's break it down, right? Up front, we had Ferran Torres, Aubameyang, Usman Dembele. Then in the midfield, we had um, Frankie de Jong, Busquets, and Gavi. The back line was Serginho Dest, Eric Garcia, Ronald Araujo, and um, Alba. Alba. And then at goalkeeper, we had Ter Stegen. And so heading into this game, there were a few things Xavi had said yesterday that kind of gave us a clue what would happen today, right? The first big one is he said, I don't want to repeat the mistake of last season with Pedri. I want to give him some rest, which is why you see Pedri on the bench coming in as a sub and having a just amazing game. It's crazy he's 19, but I really appreciate Xavi having the foresight to understand that we need to rest Pedri a little bit more, right? Again, only 19 years old. And we saw what happened last season. Komen started him almost every game. He went to the Euros, was the golden boy of the Euros, played quite deep into that tournament, and then he played the Olympics. And then he came back this season and got injured, right? Twice, I believe. He had a relapse after his first recovery. So really good to see Pedri on the bench. I also thought it was really smart by uh, Xavi to start Busquets this game because I'm hoping against Napoli in the second leg, he will have Busquets come on as a super sub. Because I think we need to do with Busquets what we did with Xavi and Iniesta at the end of their time. We remember that treble season 2015 when we would have Xavi come on as a sub a lot. And we did the same thing with Iniesta as he got you know, later in his career. I think the other thing I was happy to see was Sergio Dest get a chance to start. Right, uh, There had been times this season, I think two games ago, where we put in Mengueza instead of Dest. Dest got another shot to show what he's worth. And he had a great game offensively and a, a pretty good game defensively. Um, and then the only other comment I had is I was happy to see Usman Dembele start. Sure. Right. We continue to be very happy with how Dembele performs. Again, he had a great game with that assist to Frankie De Jong, and so I was really happy. Yus, uh, when you looked at the lineup, what were your thoughts, and then how did you see it play out during the game? Well, I think I t said many times, we need these points in La Liga. We need to get top four, and you know we're one game in hand now against uh, four and five, so we're able to you know, have Dembele come in and make a wonderful game. He had that assist, like you said, and he also had that pass to Gavi, which came in. Uh, for, for another Obang, goal, to, yeah. goal. So I'm totally happy that he came in and started this game because I've been saying, we've been saying, we have Dembele, we need to utilize him to score goals. And, you know, even as good as Traore is, mm -hmm. and he offers a, a, a certain ability to take people on one-on-one, -on -one, that Dembele is is not as, I, I think he's not as excited to get into because he's worried about tackles that could injure him. Dembele does offer a different aspect of the game, which is kind of his ability to make runs and facilitate the ball, sure. which I think is a step above Traore. So it's it's really a, a wealth of riches that we have both options to play. And I would like to see sometime in the near future both of them because Dembele oftentimes plays on the right wing, which is where we put Traore. Mm -hmm. But if you notice in the second half, we had Dembele move to the left and he did well there as well. I mean, not as good as the first half, but still, I think seeing those two on the wings with Aubameyang up front would be a good lineup. I mean, I thought that's what we were going to do in this game just due to the fact that Ferran Torres in our last Napoli game didn't perform, uh, or he wasn't clinical, I should say. He had some good uh, play style. He, he was in the right spots. He took some chances. But obviously in this game we saw today, he was just not really on the ball. He lost the ball a lot. He didn't have any shots on goal. He didn't re really provide an offensive 
play style. I think it was mostly coming <clears throat> mostly coming from Aubameyang, uh, Dembele, uh, some from the midfield. Obviously, like you said, Pedri, wonderful goal, wonderful play style to, in today's game, and he came yeah, out as a sub. Yeah, so incredible. Yeah. And I thought Gavi too, right? Like It's just incredible sure. that Gavi's 17, Pedri's 19, because Gavi really is just so tenacious. Anytime he loses a ball or anytime <laughs> he has to come and, and But that's know. where we're kind of iffy sometimes, right? He becomes too... Sure, but, yeah. you, but you have to acknowledge that he did better today, right? I yeah. don't believe he had a yellow card. And Even he was there was like a million of them. And yeah, and he was challenging <laughs> a lot of plays. And so yeah. overall, I'm pretty enthused by how Gavi's developing. And it's just, it's so awesome to see. Um, I think in, in terms of other points, right, we got to mention Eric Garcia was injured at halftime. He was subbed out as a precaution because he's mm-hmm. just come back from injury. So Mingueza came in. I thought Ronald Araujo in his first game back after, you know, a short stint injured also did really well. And then we have to give credit where it's due, right? As much as we can as much as we and all Barca fans can be upset at Jordi Alba sometimes today was one of those games where sure. he was just wonderful right he had that initial assist long ball to Obama Yang he also got the ball to Dembele who uh crossed it in so Frankie Dijon could score and so it was a really really great effort from Jordi Alba uh, I think you know when you look at the game there was some PTSD right as we might say because we had been up 3-0 against Celta Vigo and I believe that game tied 3-3 with a goal late by um by the Celta Vigo team and so this game we were a little bit worried because we come into that first half the second half and all of a sudden Valencia are kind of putting it to us right and they score a goal also in that first half they had two goals called off that I thought could have had you know opportunities for them to uh to make this game much closer what I'm seeing from our team is that a lot of times our midfielders are not following like the attacking team as they come into the box right Frankie De Jong was kind of criticized for that goal against Napoli I thought again today there was a chance on that first goal and only goal by Valencia where Frankie De Jong didn't follow up and so we're still seeing some weakness in our defense but just the the way our offense is performing is is so beautiful and I think one of the biggest things Xavi has done with the team that we weren't seeing a lot under Komen is our fitness level seems to be up right uh, against Napoli late in that game they were totally tired and, and dusted and they couldn't really compete I thought in this game even though Valencia came at us in that second half we did a good job staying um, active and though we were not keeping possession the same way we did in that first half I thought you know overall our our fitness is really improving right you think about the first two or four games under Xavi and we'd have a great first half and the second half is when we'd let up goals we'd let them tie the game I think we got a loss and we're just not seeing that anymore and so I'm really happy with the the progression our team is making in that fitness aspect I definitely agree Uh, the thing about the second half that I think that you know obviously losing possession not be able to maintain in the midfield and keep the ball away from them because we had a lot of fouls we had a lot of yellow cards um is the fact that we overall um seem to lose some transitional points in that second half maybe due to tired legs but we also or fresh subs subs. Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so it kind of is a wish wash sometimes but i think overall we did a great job in the first half in finding open spaces the second half it was just a little more chaotic but i think we adjusted where you still have a young squad out there right what i mean and what's good though is that we have so many players healthy now that mm-hmm. we have a, a, a lot of players off the bench to feel sure. happy about right we put in Nico we put in Pedri mm-hmm. we put in Luke de Jong um, we put in you know Mingueza who was probably sure. the worst of the four but <laughs> overall it's just so refreshing to see us finally have a bench that we can rotate with right mm-hmm. not having Pedri play a full 90 today is going to be very good for us against Napoli having Frankie de Jong only play you know 60 minutes again we'll we'll pay dividends when we come against Napoli so I'm just really happy with the way the team is shaping up I mean Definitely. I know there have been some rough bumps but overall it seems like we're continuing the progression because if you go back to our videos like the first second third week of January I was a little bit 
wasn't worried. I was saying, hey, we're not progressing enough, right? After that international break, sure. I thought our team was kind of getting stagnant. Now I'm starting to see it pick up again. We're seeing a lot of uh, improvements from players all across the pitch. You're seeing a lot of one-time balls. You, if you remember in that Napoli game, uh, the video we made, we were critical because we said our midfield doesn't do any long balls to try and get sure. strikers or wingers a chance to run with it. And we saw today that Jordi Alba early in the game gets that long ball to Aubameyang, lets him run. Even though he might not be in his prime anymore, he's still a very high-level striker. And he was able to put it away. Having two goals today for Aubameyang I think is so good because it finally kind of breaks his... Uh, you know, first goal with Barca, and hopefully sure. now that will beget more success as time goes on. We got to be careful, though, because we let up a lot of corners, mm -hmm. free kicks in bad spots. Um, that can be lethal against a little bit better teams, especially international teams that we're not used to playing against. Because, of course, La Liga, we play every team twice. This was a team on the 12th spot in La Liga. So, you know, those those bad aspects of the games that we have need to be cleaned up because we do have some difficult games in general in La Liga. We're still fighting for that top four spot. And at the end of the day, this Barca team is showing those improvements. But it's going to take time. We've said this Video after video, Javi's coming together. He's making uh, better subs. He's mm -hmm. making better tactical decisions. He's able to utilize some players a little bit better. We also got that whole January transfer window that has changed so much. So we have a lot to look forward to in these coming yep. uh, and weeks. What I'm excited about is we remember, you know, at the onset of February, we were looking. We had Atletico Madrid, Espanyol, Napoli, Valencia, Napoli, Athletic Bilbao. And, you know, we've come through it pretty well, especially mm -hmm. the Atletico Madrid win. Then we had the Espanyol right where we dropped points, which was unfortunate, but we had a late comeback. Napoli could have been more clinical, but overall everyone was happy with the performance. And then today against Valencia, everyone's very enthused. So we have sure. two more big games coming up against Napoli on Thursday uh, and then Athletic Bilbao the following Sunday, a week from today. So overall, I mean, things are looking really good. I just, I, you know, it's tough to say what... It's tough because we talk so often about how we need to temper our expectations, but going through on that tie against Napoli is going to be really big for us. Sure. Even though it, you know, not all of us are concerned about winning the Europa League, I really do think it'll get us over a hurdle for able to get through, and that might give us the momentum to finish the season out strong because you know we have a chance here to, to win the Europa League. That's probably sure. our only chance at a trophy, right, with us sitting 15 points behind Real Madrid with, <laughs> really? uh, four, oh. with 14 <laughs> games left. Yeah. But you, know, you look at our position on the table, sure. right? We are, I think Real Betis are up 1-0 right now, but they have a game played ahead of us. So we're four points off of Real Betis for third. We are tied on points with Atletico Madrid, even though we have a game in hand. And we are three points ahead of Villarreal, and they have a game, uh, they played an extra game than us. So mm -hmm. we're in a really good position here to get top four, which is our goal. Right? Yeah. You can see us all season, top four, top four, top four. And so I'm really happy with the team taking advantage of... Um, you know, these scrappy games, right? Like there, there was a, we, we dropped points against Celta Vigo, right? This could have been one of those games where we get a little discouraged once Valencia score that goal after halftime. But you have Pedri come through, score just a wonderful long shot that deflected off Aubameyang. And here we are coming against Napoli. I think the last question I have for you is, what do you want to see against Napoli? The same question we asked before. Have to have Dembele start. Have to. Wow. He was just too clinical in today's game. He was able to facilitate the ball, get assists early on in the first half. And I think when you put him in too late in the game, he can still make those things happen, but he's working with more tired players. Well, I feel like, uh -huh. so sorry to interrupt, but like I feel like, like you're saying, when you put in Dembele late in the game, it's because you need him to win it. Sure. And that's a lot of pressure. And I yeah. think games like today, and especially with the contract, 
not like hanging over him and the media on him and the fans whistling him at the camp new when Dembele is not under pressure and he's had you know little injury issues and he's playing a lot he can just show how good he is sure. and so I agree with you I think Dembele when he gets put in as a sub it's never because we're up 2-0 no. or 3-0 yeah. right it's we put in Dembele because we need a goal and he doesn't seem like the type of player who does really well when he's put into that pressure spot even sure. though he is good as a sub against tired legs I do agree with you I see him perform the best when he is kind of free to help you know mold the game and I think he does that better yeah. as a starter and if we can do Torore Dembele Aubameyang to start off the game and then later in the game not the 80th minute but maybe the 65th minute we put in uh, Luke De Jong so we can add Torore Dembele to cross in if we need that situation to happen you know if it's a struggling game we can't find open spots we know Luke De Jong has been pretty clinical on those headers and then on top of that of course I don't want Busquets to start Pedri uh, Gavi Luke Dion, or Frankie de Jong, and then the back line, PK should be ready and be fine. Araujo seems to be good. Play those two. Of course, do not start Mingueza. Let's have Destin in that game, and then uh, obviously Alba and Ter Stegen. Sure. I think PK was only out today because of the yellow card yes. suspension. Yeah. So he should be good to go with Araujo, which is, of course, the center back pairing we all like the most. I think the only thing I'm, I'm unsure about is I don't know if I want to try Triore Dembele for the first time in that Napoli tie. I think starting Triore or Dembele along with Aubameyang and Ferran Torres is probably our safest route because, uh, you know, I just something about making a big change like that with a, with a two players who've never played together a little worrisome but I, I feel good I think this is the perfect game we needed to have us come against Napoli and you know have some confidence that we're gonna you know show up well and hopefully win and let's look at this really quick looks like Napoli play tomorrow at 10 a.m. so Napoli will have one day less less of rest mm. going into that tie which could be very good for us right sure. uh, they've had one day more now coming into their league game but I would rather have them have less stress going into our game. So hopefully yeah. we'll show up big. We'll be there with you guys. Please follow us, Twitter, Instagram, at Barca Breakdown. Hit that subscribe button because we're Let's coming go. for the Europa League. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.